top shelf fantasy. All right. That should come out good. Yeah, I mean, that was a good crack. Good start. I mean, no complaints. Yeah, I just got to close the door real quick. Like, did I not close that coming in? Oops. It's pretty tight. <laughs> it's like, I didn't know if your uh, one of the kitty cats was sneaking out. I didn't need that happening. Yeah, a guest ghost. Nope. Um, no, but uh, it's, it's me and Dow's here. Uh, didn't have none of podcasts in two weeks. Skipped out a week last week. I uh, had a little stomach bug. <laughs> yeah, a little stomach bug. We had Easter. I mean, a lot of things getting in the way, but not too much action. It seems like we're picking back up as we creep closer towards the NFL draft. So, um, like, breaking news this week, really, but not a ton last week, though. We'll touch on a couple things. Um, but, like I said, big point coming up is the nfl draft next thursday next thursday for some reason i thought i was like tomorrow my crap we got to get on a podcast and we got a week yeah so we one week we'll get you out our mock drafts um the consensus tsf mock draft which if you remember we dominate uh pretty much on a yearly basis todd mcshay and uh mel kuyper yep nerds i know last year was close but two years ago we the uh judy c lamb draft we we yeah. nailed that not that, nailed it but i mean i think craig's got the He's on here, but he's got the you know the the math to it. Yeah, like we <laughs> we beat them on sixty percent of picks or something like that. I don't know. Remember? Yeah, the, and the it doesn't numbers, mean but... it's like on spot, like accurate the player, but more of like the position they pick. Like we had Raiders picking Judy, they picked Rugs. Okay, we got the wide receiver hit though. In that. Yeah, I remember he had he had two stats. One was like exact pick, and we smoked him on that, and then. Um, like you said, the, the positional match or whatever it is. And we mm-hmm. knocked that out of the ballpark. So again, hoping for more success this season. And we I, should, I think we will have it. We should do, cause we don't do the mocks with trades. Yeah. We should do one. Yes. Cause we only did the first round. We should do one with trades, one without trades. Yeah. And, and I think we already touched on it today when we were chatting earlier and there's going to be trades in this one, especially when you look at some of the teams that have a lot of draft capital, the Giants, for example, they're not making all of their picks in the first round. Especially, I with think the, they'd be dumb to. I mean, right? You don't need them, and you don't need to be paying those high salaries for highly slotted players when you have a lot of needs that can be filled in the later rounds. Yep. So, I look at them as somebody we'll trade back, and we'll we'll dive deep into that. We'll definitely do something. Yeah, and you you don't really see trades happening a lot. You know, the week prior, I think we had one trade last year it was the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the week before, but it's usually draft night where the teams kind of see where these players are falling and then they kind of freak out and they jump ahead yeah and the eagles were jockeying for a position to get up you know there was kind of a, a rare instance mm-hmm. so um and this year at least we had a combine so we'll, we'll know a lot more that's that's very true that definitely yeah. worked against us last uh, year last season last two years right or no, two years ago we were good we did yeah. we did we had two all right but uh podcast 196 before we get too deep into it uh 420 to all you guys that celebrate it smoking doobies smoking dubs rolling um balloons yeah something else about uh, smoking (laughs) yep that's that's the date here i don't partake in that but it's not not really my can of corn (laughs) but if you guys do you're probably already in bed so you'll (laughs) you'll you'll get this tomorrow um yeah but our website topshelffantasy.com will have the mock draft up there um early next week Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Top Shelf FNTSY, and of course on any podcast player that's out there. If you're listening 
you already got it. Um, just going to get right into the news. Very sad news happened last week. Dwayne Haskins passed away. He died in Florida. A little traffic accident on the freeway. Yeah, so I still am unclear. He was a pedestrian. Yes. Which I, is unfortunate. I, I, I heard something today that I think his wife came out and said that he was walking to get gas. I don't know if a car broke down or if he was mm. trying to cross. Regardless yeah. of it, it, it it's, it's a 24-year-old quarterback in the league that's been working his ass off. Um, yeah, hadn't even reached the prime of his life. I right. Mean, it's unfortunate yeah. no matter how do you dice it. Yeah, I, and he's down in Florida working out with the Steelers, and he probably thinks he's probably third or fourth string, doesn't doesn't care he's gonna he's gonna show up every day he, he can if it doesn't you know work out for the Steelers he can go someplace else he's tweet he's tweet he's 24 years old and we saw what he did in college too like, oh exactly and I, I thought this year with really right now just Mitchell Trubisky ahead of him he had a shot at reps I mean Trubisky has not come in and light the league on fire right. so if he struggles at all you've got Dwayne Haskins waiting in the wings I don't think it's Mason Rudolph I don't think anybody else there was gonna push him I think Dwayne Haskins still has an unbelievable talent he just hasn't been in the right situation let's not forget he was on the washington redskins at the time now the commanders but they were not a well-oiled machine when he was playing football there either so not not by any means let's not knock him and and as if we were going to blame him for all of our problems he still has a higher career percentage uh completion percentage than daniel jones yeah fun fact same draft class but i mean yeah end of the day say what you want about him yeah it's just very very sad um i'm sure y'all saw the Adam Schefter tweet. Adam Schefter is a very, dunce. very uncalled for. Um, just, yeah. just kind of shows you, even a guy that high up um, wants to be the first to break something. It doesn't matter what he has to do to do it. Yep. Um, it, it's just kind of sad that, that that that's that's life now, where, where, where no matter what, you're gonna put something out there, and then you're gonna think about it later. I mean, it's just it's such a weird shot to take right so if i passed away what was mine going to say like cory daz uh you know real estate agent uh struggling alcoholic yeah, struggling alcoholic <laughs> um only closed on three deals in 2020 covid year right yeah, exactly <laughs> like bash my numbers something like you know it's just it's uncalled for so you hate to see it luckily i think everybody was had the same reaction everybody was like Schefter, what are you doing like nobody nobody yep. supported that nobody was on the same page nobody thought it was a good idea so yeah, I mean, and got to get to Schefter. He came out and he realized he made a mistake. Um, yeah, that's all you can do. Apologize to pretty much everyone out there, the team, the players on the team. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you move on. But um, prayers to his family and friends. Yeah, that's the tough part. And, um, yeah, we'll just leave it there and go on to bigger news. I guess we can start with the big news um, today. Yeah, on, just just dropped on four twenty. Debo Samuel requests a trade from the Niners. And yeah, th- it's, it's it's the norm. It's every other week we see a big player, mainly a wide receiver, who wants out. And this seems to be the new negotiating tactic: is yep. I want out, trade me, or give me huge money. And then it came, you know, all the details start to come out, and he's like, "Oh, I don't want to be used as a running back anymore," which is a fair point. I mean. You're getting paid to be a wide receiver. Play me at wide receiver. Don't cut my career short by making me a running back and mm-hmm. have you know make literally running through the tackles. So, I get it. I mean, if I'm the Niners, but like, okay, right, no problem. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll, whatever, we'll, sure. We'll change up a bit. We'll give it a little. We'll finally use Trey Sermon for a bit. Like, <laughs> and you have Brandon Ayuk. You can use him in not the same role, but 
a similar role. Yeah, I just don't understand the Niner philosophy of not making this guy happy. Like he's been your offense, him and Kittle. I mean, sure, but yeah, I mean, it sounds like they want to sign him. Yeah, um, from all the reports, but he just w- wants the out, which is like something else must have happened because you're a game away from making the Super Bowl, and your best shot to making it back there is staying with San Fran, because in- unless the Rams find some cap space, but right. And, and my question is like. What is the the information that we don't have? Does he not like uh, Trey Lance? Maybe he doesn't think he's the guy. That was a big thing that I said, too, because I know a lot of players are behind Jimmy Garoppolo. So maybe he didn't like that the way that they handled it in the playoffs, saying, hey, yep. Jimmy's going to start, but Trey's our starter <clears throat> next year. It's like, dude, this guy's playing in the playoffs. Don't don't tell to him now. Exactly. It could be the handling of it. It could be the existence of it. It could just be, you know, let me get out of town before they do it to me. You know, if I have a down year, am I going to be the one that's getting traded to somewhere that I don't want to go? Mm-hmm. Right now, I had a great year. I've got some leverage. Let me get in a situation where I can go somewhere I want to play and hopefully get paid. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, it, like you said, it seems like this is every day with another wide receiver. We had Tyreek force his way off the Chiefs. I mean, Devontae right. Adams kind of, but at least his contract was up. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's similar. I mean, yeah, I did say it before with the wide receiver contracts even like mainly christian kirk's contract you're gonna see players starting to hold out like running backs yep. used to like it's now what wide receivers instead of a holdout like you said this is the new holdout it is saying hey trade me or pay me instead of i'm sitting out until you pay me yeah and i think i mentioned in our top shelf chat if they would just rework the way that rookie contracts are negotiated you could potentially avoid all of this you the owners would never go for it because you're going to just bring uncertainty into mm-hmm. your rookie picks and your picks are going to be devalued because who knows if you can sign Debo even, you know, from, from day yeah. one. Yep. So that makes it a lot dicier for them. But from the player's perspective, say, okay, you know, I think I'm worth this much. The team says I'm going to pay you or I'm not going to pay you. And if they don't want to pay you and you don't want to come to uh, come to terms, then you're a free agent from day one, rookie, yep. rookie free agent. It'd be interesting. I don't know. I don't know that anybody would go for it, but say you tear an ACL in training camp as a rookie then after you negotiate a huge deal, they're gonna just gonna cut you and say you're on your way. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and also, AJ Brown and Terry McLaurin too are not not gonna report until they get a new contract, which is insane yeah. because I mean they're up next year and they want the extension now. Where back in the day, like just play your contract, like be a Cooper Cup, play play the contract, don't bitch, play hard, and then get the contract. Like they still own you for a year. Yeah, and <laughs> if, th- if they want to, they can just. Have you sit there and ruin your value next year? Yeah, and I think I, I get their perspective as players saying, like, all right, I had a good year. I want to get paid now. I don't want to get hurt and lose my value and not get a contract, blah, 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 blah. But you know coming into the NFL that you're slotted for your rookie deal. That's what it was for in a team option. Yep. It is what it is. I mean, that's the price you pay. You pay your dues. Like, it, it kind of – it's the way it's always been, and – Maybe that's not the right mentality to have. Maybe that's what they're trying to do here and say, you know, just because that's the way we've always done it, that's not how we should do it. But at some point, you know, you sign a contract with an employer, you're agreeing to pay for X amount of time for X amount of salary. If you don't like it, then don't sign it. Yeah. From from the very jump as a rookie, say, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just it's just sad the way this is coming about. And we'll skip down to do a similar case. Kyler Murray is not showing up for voluntary workout, same kind of thing. He wants a deal. He wants to get paid big. He's seeing all these, he's even, even Derek Carr getting these extensions. Um, 
and Arizona's probably like, hey, like, you know, you have we have one playoff game yep. in three years with you. Lost it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go out and win me a playoff game, and we'll talk about a big deal. And then he's like, well, my shoulder got hurt twice so far. Like, how many more shoulder injuries am I, right. you yeah. know, how many with, can I get before I don't get that contract? Right, because he's always banged up by midseason. But, I mean, Arizona's got to find a way to do it. I know people think he's overrated, but... What, what's the what's the better option? Are you going to be like, all right, we'll get Baker Mayfield. Right, especially in this um, draft class. There's nobody yeah, out there that no you can move up and grab and, that's NFL ready. And you have Hopkins. Like, you you, you have the team. Right. You resign Ertz. Like, you, you have it. Uh, imagine them say, all right, Kyler Bay will trade you. Yeah, you're punting the season. And Hopkins gets another shit QB. It's like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Oh, yeah. Then guess who's asking for uh, you know trade. a trade? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's a huge domino effect. Yeah. So, I mean, to go back to Debo, though, who knows if he moves or not. It, during the draft is probably the when we'll see it come to fruition. But mm-hmm. we've seen these happen quickly. The Tyreek Hill tra- trade came about in a day. It, so It happened in like two hours, which yeah. I was surprised we didn't hear like, oh, Debo's to the Jets. Debo's to... That's what I keep hearing is Debo to the Jets, which I think is just a weird I think, spot for him. I think it's because they were the second team in the Tyreek sweepstakes. So everyone's uh, just placing him as a place polder there. But Okay. I mean, he can go to, 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 like, if he really doesn't care about the money, he doesn't want to play there, go to the Chiefs for your last year. Go to the Packers for your last year. Yeah. He strikes me as a big caring about the money guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying, and Jets have the, the, the draft capital to do it, but. Oh, yeah. Well, I told you when. I don't uh, know why he would want to play for the Jets. When he signed on with the, the Niners, a story came out that he blew his entire um, signing bonus within two weeks. Really? And it's like. It was a big bonus, <laughs> like one point one million or something like that. Dude, house, cars. I think he tattooed his whole back. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> Didn't get hurt. Yeah, I mean, so who knows? But we'll see how it unfolds. Um, next thing, Jarvis Landry visited the Saints. That's a good spot for him. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, I think we brought it up a couple of times this offseason. Like, they're they need a wide receiver besides MT. If MT even is is coming back full, like you have no idea with him. Yeah, no, Elvin Ryan, I shout him out a lot, I feel like. But mm. he said, I, I had a quick, you know, back and forth with him on Twitter, and he said 100% MT is coming back. And he's pretty tuned into the um, Saints, like, comings and going. So yep. I trust him. But if he doesn't, you need somebody there because the wide receiver core they put out last year wasn't it. And if you get anybody under center, but Jameis, I think, is going to be the guy there. It yeah, seems with, like it, at least. With the contract, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you got to give him a weapon. You've seen what he can do with weapons. He's not a quarterback that can probably succeed without some talent around him. Mm-hmm. Got to give him the talent. That yeah. being said, I did hear the Saints want Malik Willis, and I heard that on Reddit. So I guess I read it. I didn't hear it. Reddit, uh, you can dive deep in there. <laughs> yeah, I got lost in the Saints thread. <laughs> and Landry could still pick the um, Browns too. He's still in talks with the Browns. That's also a weird thing. Hey, we're going to cut you. Oh, wait, we're actually a good team now. Maybe we'll bring you back. <laughs> right. A little bit more lucrative of a uh, destination. Mm-hmm. I thought the Patriots, I'm, I say this every time we talk about Landry, it'd be a great fit, but I think they have like a million dollars in cap space. So. Oh, they have nothing. It's the same thing with people like, oh, dude, Bill would love him. Like, oh, yeah. We can't be like the Patriots like from Tom Brady years ago. Like, if I'm Debo, it's like, do I want to go play for the Patriots? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, probably like, not. That, that, what, what a receiver room is so like 
full, full with mediocrity. Me- right. And yeah. then he's going to be like, you guys are going to use me as a running back. I just said I don't want to do that. Oh, my God. Can, can you imagine? <laughs> he, he, he'd he fill in that, that RB role oh. right away. Bill's like, and, no, and no, no, Bill no. wouldn't care. Bill's like, no, 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 no. We're not going to use you as a running back. He ends up on special teams. Yeah, I, I piggy promise you. <laughs> he's, he's making uh, $30 million a year as a special teamer. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, Melvin Gordon in talks with the Ravens. I remember this coming out. It's like last week. And I thought right it was like... Our, it, was over, it was the day after our last pod. So yeah. Probably I, two weeks ago. I felt like it was a foregone conclusion. I was like, oh, Melvin Gordon is going to the Ravens. Um, they're just they're going to have another season with 10 running backs. Mm-hmm. They're all get hurt again. But uh, nothing yet. And this is long um, enough in between that I'm kind of like, maybe they want to see what happens with the draft. Maybe. I mean, it, or it could just be a leverage thing like, hey... Denver, look who we got in. Like yeah. the same thing the Patriots did for Fournette. Like, hey, get, hey, Bucks, look, who, we we brought in Fournette next. Like, all right, fine, fuck it. Yeah, we'll give you. We'll sign him. Yeah. So it could be that if he didn't sign yet, every day he doesn't sign. I don't really believe it anymore. Yep. So, um, not surprising. Baker Mayfield skipping voluntary workouts. Right, rightfully so. Yeah, I wouldn't show up as him either. What are you gonna do? Go pretend like you want to work out with Deshaun? Yeah, it's like it's a good because unless you're gonna go like full strength, like I'm gonna compete. It's like you know you're not gonna be there. Like don't pull like a Ben Simmons with the Sixers and just go there and like and like yeah, be a like negative shoes Nelly. and yeah. like yeah, and just th- throw the ball out of bounds on purpose. It's in like they didn't bring in Deshaun and pay him all the money in the world, like you know, essentially under the table to then let there be a quarterback controversy in camp. Like it's not, sorry, Baker, it's yeah, not you. I heard someone say that too. Like, oh, like if I'm Baker, I'm gonna I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna say, yo, this is this is who I am. Nope. No. They they've they traded their soul they traded their soul <laughs> to get Deshaun Watson. Yeah, there's there's just no chance. Save face, don't even show up, go somewhere else. And I mean at the same time, these are these are voluntary workouts. If they become the mandated workout, sure, I'll show up and just to make sure that my thirty million dollar check is clearing. Right. Like, I mean, you're 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 seeing a lot of guys that never go to these. Yeah. So don't read into it too much. Baker. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, sense. Nikhil Harry's not going to voluntary. Oh no, he was invited. (laughs) Yeah, literally was not. Uh, Steph Gilmore signed a two-year deal with the Colts. Two-year deal with the Colts. I mean, that's what they needed after they traded Rocky Scene in um, their last deal for Matt Ryan. And I knew they still had some cap space left. So, um. That was a great signing. Matthew Judon didn't get that one right for the Patriots again. It's 0 for 25. Dude, Judon is, I, I appreciate his effort. He's out there. He's grinding. He seems to get right on it the second people have any uh, sort of disgruntled attitude, but 0 for a lifetime. He's got zero people this year. Yeah, I'm trying to think. If, if the last one, if you get OBJ, I think that's the only one that w- would hit. Yeah, he <laughs> tweeted at um, AJ Brown the other day, which we can't afford under any circumstance. So. Right, like the Asia Brown Debo's like they yeah. want out. Right. But what can we give them? The goes push back a bunch of stuff. Like yeah, we could like we could get you on the team this year for your current salary, which is nothing, and then next year pay you because we have like eighty five million. Mm-hmm. But the whole point is you don't want to play on your current deal. So. Right. You want an extension now. <laughs> right. And so not much we can do. That being said, let's bring in AJ Brown and Debo. Now we have a real offense here. Yeah, that's a, that's a big if. <laughs> um AJ Green resigns with the cards. I did not see this. I thought he would sign with anyone else but the cards. It looked like he he gave up at the end of last Literally, year. Literally, for the cards, he, he didn't want. I thought it was gonna just be done in the NFL. Yep. Good for him. Um, maybe it was a thing just saying like there was nothing out there for him. Like let me make a couple mil for one more year. I don't know. 
I'm I'm not too excited. Yeah, it doesn't really move the needle for me as far as um, you know, important moves. I don't. I, I mean, the guy there is still D Hop, and then James Conner is probably second. Zach Ertz is probably third option, and is, I mean, you got to think Rondell Moore is Rondell Moore. Yep, I couldn't think of his hopefully name. Hopefully, taking a, a step up yep. this year, and, and they can always draft a guy too. So really, AJ Green's looking at second exterior wide receiver decoy role. Right. I mean, it's it, it's good for the team. It's good for Kyler. Yeah. If he's, he's there, knock on wood. He's untouchable in fantasy. Yeah. I mean, he was probably 30 to 40 catches. I, I have him in Dynasty League, and I'm like, mm. not going to let him go yet. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but he's an easy cut when I'm like, all right, I got to fix a guy up. I'm kind of even just like, if Hopkins goes down, and so does Rondell Moore, do I even play A.J. Green? I mean, probably not. We saw it last year when Hop went down. Like, oh, A.J. Green is just... Then it, it was... He had a few games that he was playable yeah. as like a flex play. Yeah, but the yeah. the games he actually hit, you didn't start him. Right. It wasn't consistent enough to get uh, into your lineup. Speaking of not consistent <laughs> I was enough... just going to say the same thing. <laughs> week one. Week one, Sammy Watkins signing with the Packers. Uh, I guess Will Fuller wasn't available. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think that means anything for the Will Fuller or any rookie there <laughs> I, I saw like a i think aaron rogers tweeted like at sammy Watkins, you know let's go let's strand together it's gonna be awesome but then i heard a beat writer's like oh yeah sammy Watkins is, is isn't even locked to make the roster <laughs> yeah I'm like, that actually makes a lot of sense like we see these these older guys not he's not even that old too but <laughs> like come in like oh cool he was a big name like a couple of years ago and then just get cut yeah, he's been in the league a while, but oh, he, I think he's—I don't think he is old. I think you're right. He's hey, same, 28. Same draft class as OBJ and Mike Evans in them. No way. Damn. Yeah, he's 28, so he's he, this very should, young. This should be his prime, <laughs> his his prime wide receiver year. So now maybe you'll get like week one and week two, Sammy. Maybe. That's, that's a stretch, though. But, I mean, listen, on the other side of the coin, Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback that can elevate his wide receivers into better talent than they really are. So if he's on the field, maybe he's got a shot. Yeah, probably not. I would think that the Packers are going to be. I mean, I say it, we say it every year. I'm going to mock them to take a wide receiver in the first round, and I, I know I shouldn't. Yeah, they're probably taking another but quarterback. But I don't want to waste that year. I don't <laughs> pick it. And they they actually do pick it. So, um, yeah, good to see Sammy still out there. I was I kind of laugh when I saw him. There's so many other wide receivers out there, and they got, they signed Sammy for like it's probably like a million dollar deal. But yeah, um, the bigger deal. Dirt, Derek Carr gets a three-year, $121 million extension. Good for him. That ain't bad. It, it, it looks great for the confidence of him. You know, they got Devontae Adams. They built the unreal defense. They brought in a bunch of weapons. And they're like, hey, Derek Carr, this is your team. Because we've heard for years, like, is he a placeholder? Is he going to, you know, yeah, get traded, all this? And now it just, like, it's just a confidence boost. Like, I'm not here for this one year with Devontae. This is your team. This is our team for the next three years. And it's least. good to see um, under the new regime that he's getting an extension. So mm-hmm. Josh McDaniels is saying, I believe in you just yep. as much as John Gruden did, just as much as Rich uh, Basaccia did. So good for him. But you're really spending between Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, and Chandler Jones, like your whole cap. Well, uh, I think Max Crosby. Max Crosby, too. In there. Yeah. And that's probably why they get Brendan Bolden and uh, <laughs> yeah, the right. they get. Exactly. Jacob Johnson. Yeah, that's. 
Um, and then Etienne should be fully cleared for training camp. James Robinson will not. I think Robinson's still rehabbing his Achilles, so he's going to be probably a while. Um, yeah. It does, it, even on Cam Akers' recovery timeline, he's he's yeah, out for he, a little bit. Yeah, and I, it sounds like he won't be back for even week one, which brings me more to like they could be a team that draft a, a running back in day two because yeah. they have to. Yep. Like there's no more Carlos Hyde. Unless they bring like a Daryl Williams, which I think would be a good fit until Robinson gets back. Yeah, placeholder but, on the cheap, like you said, day two, day three, just a depth running back, mm-hmm. somebody that can, I don't know, handle 10, 15% of the carries a game. Because at the end, no matter how you cut it, is still rehabbing an injury and has never played an NFL snap. So mm-hmm. you don't know what his durability looks like at a higher level. You don't know that even at his current. Uh, size and frame can he handle that much work so you need somebody there to to spell him yep and i don't know who else is still on the roster to be honest with you for uh, uh right armstead are you sure he doesn't still have covid <laughs> he had covid for like two seasons that was him right yeah i think like, he, he must have had it bad like he was in the hospital or something because he like he was a covid tag for the entire first season yeah, and and there was always reports like, oh, he's not even close to coming back. He's <laughs> yeah. he's in a hospital. I'm like, oh my god, like how is no one talking about this? Right. Is just a typical NFL. Like, oh, we don't care. And he was like a players. fairly well-known prospect when he was drafted. Oh, like, he people expected him to do well. We did at least. I mean, it's a James Robinson year when yeah. they cut uh, Fournette. We thought it was going to be the Rick Armstead show. Yep. He got COVID, and then James Robinson came in. So yeah. That is the news. I'm sure we missed a few things, but nothing as big as this. Um, Want to get into free agency team grades? Yeah, big. Uh, the big segment of of the podcast is the free agency team grades, and just a recap for all the listeners um, to give you a quick idea of how free agency kind of shook out for every single team and what we think they did well, what we think they could have done better. Uh, you want to start off with the Cardinals? Go alphabetically. Not really, but sure. <laughs> um, well, well, you get the Falcons, so that's great. Um, yeah, the Cardinals we gave a C minus to. They haven't really done much. Um, they brought in some, you know, linebackers and defensive tackles, but they lost Trey Evans. They lost Christian Kirk. Say what you want about the contract there, but they lost Chandler Jones. AJ Green is now back, but lost Jordan Hicks. They lost some very good players and they didn't do a lot of adding players to fill those voids i know they can still do it in the draft but we're just doing free agency team grades here yeah we'll have to do a separate like off-season team grades post-draft yep because yeah like you said a lot of these teams could change their grade drastically if they draft well like mm-hmm. oh, okay cool that's why they didn't do anything in free agency right yeah so c minus could be a b minus or a c plus but um and and then you got to add the factor of kyler murray drama in there too which kind of puts it down a bit where I mean, he might not be on the team. So yeah. if you lose him, that, that C minus goes down to a complete F. Definitely. I'd have the next team at the Atlanta Falcons. We've given them an F minus, the, the lowest that you can get. Um, I mean, they lost Matt Ryan, starting quarterback. They lost Russell Gage, starting wide receiver. And then linebacker, Foyside Aluicon. Calvin Ridley is suspended for the year, which I guess you can't really blame them for, but... I'm going to anyways. Hayden <laughs> Hurst is gone. I know you have Kyle Pitts, but Hayden Hurst is still good. So you lost a lot of talent, and you didn't bring a ton back in. 
Um, so to replace Russell Gage, you have Auden Tate or Dem- uh, Demir Bird. Not good. To replace Matt Ryan, you have Marcus Mariota that you brought in. Not good. And then the biggest running back you brought in was Damian Williams. Not good. So F minus, if I had an, a, a lower grade, I would have given him that. Yeah, I mean, they re-signed Cordero Patterson, Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, honestly, I, I do mean, we do any of us believe that Cordero Patterson does what he did again? No. Nope. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, we gave a D-plus to. I'm sure they did a lot more moves than this. Uh, they got Michael Pierce, the D-tackle, but they had a very, very quiet very off-season quiet. where, I mean, they didn't lose, like, like huge guys, but... For a team that that just missed playoffs last year, you'd think they'd try to build something and not just build it in a draft. Like bring a wide receiver and bring. I mean, they they tried to get Juju last year that didn't work out. You think they make a move on any wide receiver out there? Like, I'm surprised they aren't even in talks for guys like Debo or if they were in talks for Tyreek Hill. But and then you got even guys like Hollywood Brown that's deleting. Raven stuff like yeah, it says he wants to be like a video game streamer. Yeah, that that's and okay. then I mean they they lost Miles Boykin too. They cut him, but that might even gonna count that for. Yeah. Of, that's that actually was probably a bump. Yeah, to their <laughs> and then one of the main things I wanted to note is that they lost both Tavon Young and Anthony Anthony Averett, and their biggest struggle last year was that they were thin at the cornerback position already. So you're letting yeah, let's get rid of two of them. Yeah, you're letting two depth <laughs> corners walk when that's what you needed. So um, not a lot to redeem any of their moves. Michael Pierce is a fantastic defensive tackle signing. I don't I don't begrudge them that, but you need more than a good D-line. Yep. So uh, we'll see what they do in the draft. Maybe that could bump them up from their current D+. Uh, on to the Buffalo Bills, back into the AFC. I oh, know we were already in the AFC with the Ravens. I take it back. Um, we have them at a B-plus for their grade. They lost a lot of guys. Matt Burita, Cole Beasley, um, a couple of offensive linemen defensive lineman stuff like that but the people they brought back in i think more than make up for it duke johnson is a fantastic running back um and should fit well on this team but we've seen we've said this before as well like when matt burita came there we're like oh he's gonna be great for this Mm -hmm. team too so we'll see what happens but jameson crowder good depth wide receiver oj howard i think has a chance to be very very dynamic for uh a team like the bills and with a quarterback like josh allen and then von miller is the biggest name like you none of those are even small moves they're all good moves so B plus, good for you, Bills. Yep, I concur. And the Chicago Bears, we gave a D to. Um, it's funny because when I put this in, I kept, I kept on adding rows and rows to people that they've lost. Yeah, lost they, a, they lost their whole team. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll put big names out there. Damian Williams, bigger name. Uh, Allen Robinson, the biggest name that they lost. Andy Dalton whatever but Shriek Cohen never came back from that injury um I mean offensive tackles you lost Eddie Goldman there uh Trevathan and then you signed Darrington Evans and that's about it yeah Byron Pringle <laughs> right the, uh, those those aren't your no <laughs> like, like like saviors I, I don't know uh it, it just again it could be a, a better draft but the Bears are going to be bad this season very very bad this season and that's the last thing you want to see with justin fields trying to get a foothold as a quarterback in the nfl is to surround him with nothing um i want to bounce back because we skipped over one the carolina carolina panthers 
Uh, oh, sorry about that. No worries. No worries <laughs> at all. Uh, we gave them a C. They just haven't really done a ton. They lost Cam Newton, which I don't think is a huge deal because he was not really their quarterback anyways. A.J. Bouye, cool. I mean, he's a good cornerback. He's not the elite one yeah, he once was. Yeah, he's lost a step. Exactly. Um, and then they brought in Deontay Foreman, Chris Westry, who's a fantastic Madden defensive back. I don't think he's very good in real life. That, but... that always translates. <laughs> and then Johnny Hecker and then a center and Bradley Bozeman coming over from the Ravens. So you've got decent talent brought in, decent talent departed. Nothing super huge. Had to give them a C, just kind of a very meaty, medium grade. So see what they do in the draft and see if they can actually move up or down. Yep. All right, I won't skip a play again. Uh, we gave A to the Bengals. Not a massive offseason with the player, like amount of players, but they snag Hayden Hurst after losing Yuzoma. Fantastic. I think a slight upgrade for what Hurst does for the team. And they sign Lyra Collins, Ted Karras, and Alex Kappa. The biggest needs that they had, they needed, they had a bad line for the last three years. They would build up a little bit. What do they do? They go out and pay these linemen because they don't want Burrow to be the next Andrew Luck. Exactly. And they, uh, huge. And then they, they they lose their center who sucked anyway. So <laughs> who cares? They, 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 uh, they upgraded every position. They lost Trey Waynes. Okay, um, but I think I think, I think you you, you got to do that to to add to the positions, which, which is the O line, to succeed. And they didn't lose any really stud players. Yeah, nobody w- that which is surprising from a Super Bowl team. These defensive players, these defensive backs are, are they get the contracts from someone else. These guys pretty much say, like, "I I'm I want to stay here. I, I want to play." Yeah, would you love to see? Yeah. Um, Cleveland Browns next team up one of very few A pluses for them I think you bring in a guy like Deshaun Watson an upgrade from Baker Mayfield you bring in Amari Cooper I think you deserve an A plus I mean they didn't give up a ton to land Cooper they gave up a ton to get Watson but that's well worth it and the guys who have departed Jarvis Landry Rashad Higgins Austin Hooper all very replaceable I do think if they could bring Jarvis Landry back, I think that's still a good move. Mm-hmm. That remains to be seen. But Rashad Higgins, Austin Hooper, not a huge deal. J.C. Treader was good for them, but they've always found offensive linemen and developed them on their own. So I'm sure they've got next man up. Whoever mm-hmm. their backup was last year will be fine. Um, but as far as the moves themselves go, A-plus across the board. I mean, Cooper was a f- for a fifth-round pick. That alone gets them that plus. <laughs> 100%. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, uh, C-plus. It, it just didn't start off good and just didn't really end well. Their biggest sign was Dante Fowler Jr., who, again, we're talking about old Jacksonville defenders who have yep. lost a step, and the name's fine, <laughs> but that's about it. They lost Cooper. The biggest reason why they is because of Ezekiel Elliott. They paid him, so they couldn't keep Cooper on the salary. And they also lost Cedric Wilson, too, which is was a fine player last year. Blake Jarwin's gone. Whatever, Dalton Schultz is there. Griggs Erland actually sucked last year. Cutting him is fine. And they lost Laro Collins, who went to the um, Bengals, which I think is massive. And Rennie Gregor, who's always been a fantastic defender for, for them, has gone too. Yeah, I uh, I wanted to put him a little bit lower than the C-plus that they were at, but it's kind of tough when it's like, okay, Mark Cooper pretty much didn't want to be there at the end of last year. So right. keeping him around, was it even they, worth it? It's like an addition by subtraction. They did re-sign Gallup, though, so, right. uh, which isn't an addition or subtraction, but yeah. 
to get Gallup for the contract he got, seeing what everyone else got this season was a a steal. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And then even Blake Jarwin, like, okay, you have Dalton Schultz there and you need to pay him. So mm. I get it. Like, you can always get any other tight end there, like a Sh- O'Shaughnessy. I know he just signed somewhere, but you can get yeah, that, any other tight end like that. That type of guy. Yeah. So no problem. Um, next team up, Denver Broncos. I don't even know what I gave him. A minus. Oh, I know why. So I gave him an A minus. Obviously, bringing in Russell Wilson, humongous. That's really the same to me as bringing in Deshaun Watson for the uh, the Browns. So you'd be like, oh, why didn't you give them an A plus too? Well, you did lose Noah Fant to get that to happen. And I know you got Albert O there, so it's not a huge deal to them. But you also lost um, uh, Shelby Harris. Thank you. Yes. Couldn't I, think I, of his name. Yeah, I, I forgot to put it on there. Yep. Good call. So you've lost a couple of key pieces. And sure, bringing in Russell Wilson is well worth it. And it probably works out fine. But based solely on the moves, I got to give him just, just a little bit of a knock for an A minus there. They did also bring in Randy Gregory from the Cowboys. I think that's a fantastic signing, especially with Von Miller leaving middle of, or, you know, late middle of last season. So you replace him with some edge rush ability. I think they end up having the best year that they've had in, in, in many, many moons. Uh, Pro- Prozens, uh, Peyton, Super Bowl. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, they should. They, they, they've been a quarterback away for <laughs> several years. How long have we been saying that for? Just get a quarterback, no, any quarterback. Poor, poor Sutton, poor Judy. Yep. Now there's no excuse. Uh, Detroit Lions get a C plus. The pretty boring off season. I mean, I think a lot of players don't w- want to go there. Um, they did sign DJ Chark. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, f- for them it's great. I think it was only one year for ten million bucks, which is a no harm no foul deal. It's, it, it's the it's the deal you want a receiver to take yep. in this league. Um, pair him with uh, Amon Ra. Um, get Cephas coming back, and they just drafted uh, some linebackers and cornerback, Mike Hughes, Gerard Davis, and Chris Board. Yeah, Chris Board was the guy from the Ravens who like is supposed to be a physical freak, but never saw the field. Mm-hmm. So if he can get on the field for Lions, maybe he can make an impact. It sounds like the Ravens are like, oh yeah, this guy we, we drafted high. It's like he's sucking right now. So let's let's get out of here. Yep. Um, on to the Green Bay Packers. Next team up. They get a big old F for fuck you. Uh, they let Devonta Adams go. I think that I just is a kind of visceral reaction to give them an F. Mm-hmm. But you let a, a talent like Devonta Adams go when you still have Aaron Rodgers for a huge amount of money. I think that's a, an unforgivable mistake. Um, then you went ahead and also let MVS go. So now you have no wide receivers. That's not really a football team. Zadarius Smith was more of a cap casualty than anything. Like they had no space to do anything. So they had to let some of these big bloated salaries go sad, but I, I, I love Smith. Right. And and you've lost a lot of talent on that defensive line slash edge. So I, I don't, just I don't to pay, not just to pay Aaron. Like he's deserves the money, but yeah, that's the thing about, I mean, when, when a rod took that, that's weird. Call him A-Rod. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers took that deal. He knew taking that deal meant he signed, the paper and pretty much said Devontae Adams yeah. and Smith are both gone and we likely can't even re- re-sign MVS. Right. He <laughs> said he said at the end of the day, my money and me being the highest paid quarterback is worth more than winning games with supposedly a really good friend of yours plus a guy that deserves to be paid and really deserves to be paid more than you this year. I mean, however you want to put it, Devontae Adams is far, far better than Sammy Watkins who they brought in and there's, there's no two, two, uh, two ways about it. Nope. Jaron Reed, Cool. Not really super 
I don't even care. Oh, and they re-signed the, the uh, Dons. Tanyan. Oh, perfect. Well, thank, thank God you have Tanyan. That, yeah, honestly, is I'll give him a G. <laughs> For um, gross. <laughs> the Houston Texans, you'd probably think we gave him like an F, but I we gave him a B- minus because... Because I had the Texans and they because, signed Marlon Mack. Because it does the Texans. And, no, um, I mean, what they lost is... I didn't even put that they lost to Sean Watson in this column <laughs> for some reason, but losing to Sean Watson, you think that that's a massive thing, but they knew they were going to, and, and the the deal they got from the picks they got for the future were absolutely huge. Yeah. Um, and Deshaun's been such a foregone conclusion that he was never playing for Houston again. Right. That I can't fault them. Like, no, you know, get what you can, and they got a lot. Yeah, they they, they got a crap load. Um, d- d- didn't sign too many guys. Marlon Mack, of course, we like the signing there. That That's one of the spots where he can go to actually get an opportunity to kind of prove himself. Um, Daz, you're better with these uh, cornerbacks. I don't know if any of these guys stand out to you. Yeah, so I like MJ Stewart a lot. Um, I think that he has a, a lot of opportunity in Houston to get on the field and make an impact. Um, he, I think, I want to say he came from Cleveland, but don't quote me on that. But... Um, when he's on the field, he seems like he's a dynamic, athletic defensive back who can make an impact, and he just struggled on a depth chart where he was buried. So I like him a lot. Um, I don't really care about most of the other guys, like Isaiah Yadom, not not important to me. Obo Akaronkwo, not important and to me. And they did lose Terrence Mitchell, too. Yeah, Terrence Mitchell, but he's like 87 years old. Yeah, so say he's been in the league forever. Like, you're so far away from him chasing like a Super Bowl with you. Like you're getting into the rebuilding. Get a guy like MJ Stewart who can be on the field, see what he's got, evaluate it early, and then and make a move if you need to. But um they also have Cedric Ogbuhi and um Scott Questenberry, who I think are going to be able to play a lot of um snaps for them on the offensive line. So that paired with the Marlon Mack signing, I think bodes really, really well for them and bodes well for them getting the ball out of Davis Mills hands. And I don't, I don't think that he played poorly at all last season. I just think if you have him throwing the ball forty times a game, you're in some hot water. Yep. So can't knock them for anything they did. They brought in a couple guys to fill some holes. I think they're going to do a lot in the draft. We'll see what happens. Uh, that that was bounce. So you can take the, the uh. Oh, sorry. You see, how I could get confused. I talked for forty five <laughs> straight minutes. Um, Indianapolis Colts next team up. They bring in Matt Ryan. They get like. Big props for that right off the bat because Carson Wentz did not work out there. However, big of a fan us or we are as Carson Wentz guys, like it just didn't fit, whatever the reason might be. Matt Ryan instantly is an upgrade. He's going to be a lot similar, um, a lot more similar to the Phil Rivers years two years ago. Um, beyond that, you let Marlon Mack go finally. And even though I like Marlon Mack, if you weren't going to play him, there was no reason to have him on your team, eating a roster spot, eating cap, and and whatnot. So. Good move on their behalf again. And then you just typed it in perfect. I, was, I knew there was something else I needed to talk I about. Stephon Gilmore um, instantly makes their defense like, very, very so formidable. Good. And they were already a top-tier defense. So you have him and Darius Leonard. I'm very, very excited to see what their defense can do this year because they were getting beat by the pass after Darius Leonard would stop pretty much every single running mm-hmm. attempt. So if they can lock down some of the passing game, maybe you don't have to score 40 points a game. Maybe you can lean on Jonathan Taylor and let him run the ball and, and run some clock and win some games. So Colts heading in the right direction. You've got a B for now. I think I could probably make it a B plus, but I won't. I put it in there and it's locked in stone. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, next team, Jacksonville Jaguars. We gave a B minus two. Um, they made a lot of moves. They spent a lot, a lot of money. Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram. The, the Ingram deal, I do like a lot. It, it's a one-year deal, I think, for nine to ten million. But the, the Christian Kirk deal is, is a third highest paid, fourth highest paid wide receiver in the yeah, league. The Kirk one per makes year. Sense. I mean, it was shocking. You you like the effort that they did? They they, they try to do the New England effort. I mean, I'd still write Christian Kirk and <laughs> Nelson Aguilar, but I mean, for the money, no. Um, other than that, they they lost DJ Chark, which I don't mind too much about. Um, I, I think he was a foregone um, conclusion that he, that he was gone after they signed Kirk. And, yeah, he's an addition Jones. by subtraction. Yeah. Um, I I didn't like the, of course, Jacksonville with the dude best. Let's let let our best defender go in Miles Jack. I don't know if it was cap issues. Like if it was a cap issue to sign Zay Jones, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. Right. Yeah, I mean, Miles Jack led the team in tackles last year. I don't know what he did to get on the outs with somebody, but he burned some bridge because they shipped him right out of town. Yep. So we'll see. They, they of course, have the first pick in the draft this year, so uh, they'll probably go with an edge. Yeah. I think sure. I think we, we're probably all the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> Hutchinson? Yeah. Yeah, same. Um, I mean, they, they're trying. That's all. That's all I can say. They're trying. They're bringing guys in. Because if they didn't do anything, like all right, well, if they could even be the right guys, like to bring in, but they're on the wrong contracts. Mm-hmm. But yep, uh, they're they're working on it. They're they're ironing out the kinks. Uh, you want to move on to the Kansas City Chiefs, who have received a C plus. You let Tyreek Hill go, but he wasn't going to be happy there. He clearly wanted a new deal. He's forcing his way out of town. I can't knock you huge for it. You let a guy go that wanted out of the out of town. He didn't, you know, force him to stick around and try to make him happy. And you got some, some picks out of it. You got some picks out of it, and you already knew you had Juju Smith-Schuster and MVS waiting in the wings. So you did your best to replace him. I don't know that you can replace a guy like Tyree Kill, but you did your best. Uh, they brought in Ronald Jones. Corey Coleman, I think, is irrelevant. I just wanted to mention that because I think people forget Corey Coleman's still in the NFL. No, he, he hasn't played since 2018. <laughs> So so he's in, he's in the NFL, but it just shows he hasn't played in four years. Yeah, and then they let um, a lot of their D-backs go. Daniel Sorensen, who actually was important as mm-hmm. a safety down the stretch for them last season. Mike Hughes is gone. Um, Demarcus Robinson, I think, is bigger than a lot of people are, are making note of. Him leaving the team, especially alongside uh, Tyreek Hill, takes a lot of the speed away that has stretched teams for so long. And you know, it's kind of how Casey's dominated. So mm-hmm. um, and he's... A, and even Byron Pringle, too. You yeah. saw him explode at the end of last year where I saw Robinson go. I'm like, oh, that means they probably have Pringle. They lost. Yep. They just have Michael Hardman. Every receiver Michael Hardman and Josh Gordon back. Yeah, and, so. of course, I don't put this on here because he's still a freighting, but Matthew. Yes. And he's like, he, he's not going back there at all. He's going to interview with the Saints and some uh, and the Eagles. Yeah. And that was l- l- last week. Like, like you <laughs> Their defense wasn't superb last year, and they lost a lot of defenders. Yeah, Tyron Matthew is a big loss. I think if I had seen that, I probably would have given them a C instead of a C plus. But either way, if they bring him back in, good for them. I don't yeah, think it's going to happen. I don't think happen, but yeah, they lost a lot. But, I mean, the Juju contract is one year for three mil. That's yeah, that's absolutely nothing yep. to an NFL and, team. And, I mean, you can put this too. Like, 
Darrell Williams is not signed there. Jerry McKinnon. So they're looks like they're out if they're not signed yet. Yep. Ronald Jones is fine. Like, yeah. But, if, you, if you had a backfield of Ronald Jones, Ceh, and a rookie that you draft, yeah, you're fine. I, I think they. I still think Melvin Gordon would have been a fantastic fit there. Yeah, and he, I mean, he still might be if right. he's if yeah. he's kicking around. But after the draft, like, sure, sign him at that point. Yep. All right, moving on to the Raiders. We give them an A+. Plus. I don't know if we can go through all these guys. <laughs> this so list is so long. Um, let's put the people that they lost first. Is Mariota. That's fine. Backup. Zay Jones. They do this every year. Yep. They, they highlight a guy at the end of the year. Did it for Aguilar. Pats paid him a bunch. They did it for Zay Jones. Jags paid him a bunch. Um that's really all that matters. Yeah, I'm sure. Like <laughs> Carl Nassib, I guess, but he's Casey Hayward. But yeah. again, like he he's he's older too. But let's get into the guys that they they did add. Nick Mullins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick Mullins is the, the highlight of the quarterback. Devontae Adams trade, not even trade. Was it a trade? Yeah, it was like technically a, a, a sign and trade yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, going with this college teammate with Derek Carr is is probably the biggest move of the off season. Because yeah. it, it was one we didn't really see coming. Yeah, I mean, like, we kicked around the idea for a while now, but I think even when I would say it, I didn't really believe it. And then all of a sudden, they're like, no, this is happening. Like, Devontae Adams is not signing the franchise tender in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Five minutes later, he's on Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was a franchise tag that they had a – yep, yeah. that's right. And um, Demarcus Robinson, again, like, see what you want about him, but he's a speedster. And then, of course – BFB. Let's just bring Brendan Bolin, Amir Abdul, and Jacob Johnson. Yeah, I mean, those are depth guys, but Brandon Bolin has the best had the best year of his career last year. So And did I even add Chandler Jones in here? Nope. nope so they I added Chandler Jones as well. So. Yeah, and, and they resigned Max Crosby too. So this team is is loaded. Ready to go. Heck yeah. Another team that was very active in the AFC West, the Los Angeles Chargers. They signed Khalil Mack, Gerald Everett, and J.C. Jackson. Those are three good signings. Two really good signings and Gerald Everett. Then who they let go? Nobody really. I know I said I like Scott Questenberry earlier. That's not a huge loss for them. They're not like a pound-the-ball type mm-hmm. team, so not a huge deal. Jared Cook immediately gets replaced by Gerald Everett. I think they do a lot of the same things. Uh, Kaiser White, Kyler Fackrell, these guys are not needle movers. So all of this said and done, they get an A plus, and most of it's because they had to keep pace with the Raiders and the other team in their division, not the Chiefs. The Chiefs, the Broncos, Broncos. There we go. And um, they resend Mike Williams as well to a three year deal, which is great. Yes, exactly. And that's, love love that they kept him there. Yeah, they needed to. I mean, what he did last year, and him knowing the system, and I, I think it's very mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. And the other L.A. team, Los Angeles Rams, Super Bowl champs, gave them an A- because the rich got richer. Sure, they lost Vaughn Miller. That sucks. Screw it. Let's go to Bobby Wagner. They had to let Robert Woods go because of cap space. All right, it's fine. Let's go Allen Robinson. Like, what the heck? They lost their best punter in the league. Or he was. I know he's lost a step, too. But Darn it. Again, like, like I mean, Andrew Whitworth retiring is why I gave him an a minus. They do need to fill that void. He was fantastic for them for years. One of the best tackles in the game for God, how long? Ten, yeah, 10 12, years? 14 years, something like that. Yep. Uh, lost Justin Jones, but I mean, like, they, they didn't lose a lot. They gained two um, 
in Madden, what, what do you call them? Superstars or X Factors? Yeah, X Factors. X Factors, yeah. yeah. And they probably didn't even lose one X Factor. Maybe Robert Woods, but um, they probably don't have a draft pick till the second round, right? Third round. Yeah, they which can. They, which they'll likely trade back. Right. <laughs> Again, the Rams don't care about... They haven't had a first round pick since 2016, I think. Damn. That's, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, they're showing you don't need these picks if you can bring in talent left and right and, you know... Yeah, and, and who knows? They can probably still get... OBJ back too if they right really yeah if they, if they want him he'll come to. he'll come running. Um, next is the Miami Dolphins. God gave them an A minus. They brought in Tyreek Hill, huge. If Tua can figure out how to work with him, even more huge. Chase Edmonds finally they have like a running back with a name that you actually recognize. Raheem Mostert as well. I think these two can work fantastically together. Teron Armstead probably the best offensive lineman out there. Massive deal. And I kind of feel like he flew under the radar like. Well, it's because he's a lineman. Yeah, he, he just doesn't get the respect he deserves. He's not a fantasy player, so he was uh, he was always the best player left on the board after like week one in free agency. Like, who? Yep. What's an OL? <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, death pieces in Cedric Wilson and Teddy Bridgewater as a backup. And I mean, we've seen two a struggle. So Teddy Bridgewater could be the quarterback there. Right. Be- before you and you bring a guy in that's been in multiple systems. Yep. Um, they lose Jacoby Brissett and Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker is the, the biggest loss, but with the talent you brought in at wide receiver, I don't think you're missing him. So no, you get Waddle Hill. And, and like I said, Cedric Wilson was a big loss to Dallas. Yep. Huge game by Miami. Exactly. So their offense looks great. Um, their defense was actually sneaky good last year, and we'll see if they can probably add some pieces in the, in the draft. But um, for right now, they're they're sitting pretty. And next team, the Vikings, we gave a B minus to. Didn't do. I mean, they they signed Zadarius Smith, it, it is massive, but they didn't really do a lot of moves. They didn't like lose like Adam Thielen or anything like that. They didn't lose Alexander Madison or any backup RB. Um, Michael Pierce, they lost. Okay, but they they added um, Nate Harrison and and Chidden. Was it Shannon Sullivan? Yeah. Quarterbacks? Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about them. I don't know. You're the... No, nothing the, nothing huge. The Madden guy. <laughs> yeah, nothing nothing here to write home about. But it's a, it, it was a very safe safe uh, offseason for them. Yes, and speaking of another safe offseason, the, the old Patriots not doing a ton after last year's big splash. Uh, we're giving them a C+. They... Lost Kyle Van Noy, Gunnar Olszewski, who you don't know unless you're a Patriots fan, Brandon Bolden, who you don't care about unless you're a Patriots fan last year, but they lost J.C. Jackson. That's a big, a big, big L for one of the top corners in the league, but we've seen this happen time and time again. Bill Belichick doesn't pay a lot of these guys unless, I mean, Darrell Reeves got a huge contract, Stephon Gilmore got one huge contract. They're few and far between, so um, who they brought in, Jabril Preppers, Ty Montgomery, who I'm shocked still in the NFL. He was probably a cut. Malcolm Butler, the former Super Bowl hero who was retired last year in the middle of the season. And then Devontae Parker at wide receiver. The Parker ad is big for the Patriots, not only because he can fill a void that the Patriots don't have in a big body possession wide receiver who can go get a ball, but also because he played for Miami. And if Belichick loves nothing more, it's the revenge of Mm -hmm. literally shoving somebody else's own old player into their face. Yeah. So. That'll be a good one. Jabril Peppers is an interesting one in the role that he might fill because we still have Devin McCourty and Kyle Duggar that should be playing actual safety. Yep. So maybe he's a nickel linebacker. Maybe he's a slot corner. I'm not sure. But C+. Plus. That's all. I mean, that's all I've got to say. 
do, yeah, do better in the draft. Been, it's been very quiet. And Hightower is still not signed by a team. I don't, I, I don't want him back. I don't want him. He's too slow. Um, <laughs> if he can play five downs a game for 500K. We call that Josh game. Uche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next team, the Saints. B-. minus. Uh, they re-signed Jameis Winston, which not the greatest quarterback out there for free agency, but it's a massive win over Taysom Hill or an Ian Book. Uh, they also brought in Andy Dalton, which is a serviceable backup, which they need in case Winston goes down, which he has done in the last couple of years. Um, Taco Charlton, the DN, they they signed him. Forrest Lamb, the offensive guard, I think he was with I don't know who he was with last year. He's the old uh, Chargers guard. I was say, he used to be the Chargers, but yeah. I don't know where he was. Justin Evans, the safety. Marcus May, the safety. Um, they lost, of course, Turn Armstead, the, o, the O-lineman, which is pretty much their enti- entire line. Ty Montgomery, it's nothing, and Blake Bortles and Trevor Simeon. So they didn't lose a lot. They lost Armstead, which is a massive, massive loss. But for a team that was so negative in salary cap, only losing this much is not that bad. Yeah, that's that's the best way to put it. I mean, they had to lose pieces, so they minimized the They restructured the everyone's contract, but <laughs> every single person. Hey, Armstead, do you want to just guys, I'm 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 old, man. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I need to get paid. I'm so injury prone, I got to get paid. <laughs> uh the next team up is the New York Giants. They lost a lot of guys. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Jabril Peppers, Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, Devontae Booker, Logan Ryan, Will Hernandez, and Lorenzo Carter. Every person I just named was a starter for their team. Maybe not Jabril Peppers, but the rest of them. Right now, they're down to almost no tight end. They brought in Ricky Seals-Jones. We'll see what he can do. What do you do, Basil? Yeah, exactly. Um, they brought in Matt Breida, Richie James at wide receiver. The reason you need me to say wide receivers because you have no idea who these people are. Um, they're not quite there yet. Uh, I think they know that, but the offseason, they, lo- they I mean, they lost guys. They had to lose guys because they're paying Kenny Galladay you know, a ton of money to play two games would not really be effective. They're paying um, Sterling Shepard a ton of money to not be that mm-hmm. effective. They're paying Saquon Barkley too much money to be on the field once or twice a year. So a lot of their losses were out of necessity, kind of similar to the Saints, I suppose. They have the uh, lowest salary in the NFL. That's insane. And they're probably one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah. And yeah. they had the highest paid wide receiver room in Who the caught entire league. No touchdowns last year. No touchdowns. Not one. So you get a C minus and a lot of um, disgust from me and Scott. Very gross. I'm not sure which one hurts more. Um, am I next? Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, the New York Jets. We gave them a C, which is pretty. It's pretty good for the Jets, right? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. good. They would kill for a C in anything. Yep. Um, they lost Jameson Crowder. Kind of knew that was gonna happen. Last last lost Shaq Lawson the DN and they lost Marcus May but they got Greg Zerline great and then they signed CJ Uzo which we're like all right cool you know it's not the best spot but he's he's the tight he's gonna be the tight end there this is awesome and then they signed Tyler Cochran for the th- same three year tw- yeah. 21 three year 21 or three year 20 three yeah 18 or something like that so not only have the Jets never produced a tight end since I don't know uh, ever Kellen Winslow even though yeah. he was a bust too when he went there yep. so let's bring in two and <laughs> and and pay him like Hunter Henry and stupid Johnny classic Smith. Jets so I mean definitely gave him a say I think that's very being very generous 
Uh, other than that, I don't think they had added added any receivers yet. I know, I know they're in talks for Debo. They're in talks for any receiver because they have the cap space and the draft capital. But for now, get you see. You get a lot of picks in the draft, so do something with them. Keep sitting there and hope that they do something in the draft. I hope the New York Jets fans boo the crap out of them again. Um, Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, <laughs> next team up. They're also getting a C, kind of for lack of activity. They lost Fletcher Cox, which is big. Um, that that he's one of their biggest and best defensive linemen for I don't even know how long he's been in the league eight ten years. Um, that's a big loss. But outside of that, nothing too major. Um, then who they brought in Zach Pascal, who probably won't even see the field, especially because Philly's mocked to take a wide receiver by pretty much everybody. Um, then they also brought in Kaiser White. Not really moving the needle. They do need linebacker help, so I guess that's a good uh, a good pickup. Start. But yeah, it's it's a start. Um, but losing Fletcher Cox, even with the cap struggles that they were having, um, it, it hurts. You're not going to replace that talent. I don't care who you pick off the board. So they get a C for now, see what they do in the draft, and we'll keep uh, biding some time before we give them our final offseason grade. All right, the Steelers we gave him. I well, me, I gave him a C plus. I don't know if he would agree with that or not, but would you consider it a bump or was it um, for Dwayne Haskins? <laughs> no, I didn't even think of that. You sicko! <laughs> I was just like, no. he's not listed on here. No, no, I didn't. I didn't put him on there because it, it was. This is like probably think, a week and a half you ago. Think I get cap forgiveness for that. I have no idea how that works. They have to, right? I would have. I mean, depending with the cap, because they picked up his tender, right? Yeah, was it the, the? I think so. All right. Um, they probably convert it to like a bonus for the family and just pay like, it out off, like, like not off the cap. If Craig's here, he'd be like, yeah. The, yeah, Craig this, would know. The, <laughs> this is the uh, rule. But Steelers got a C plus. Um, they, they lost Big Ben, but we've seen Big Ben in the last couple of years, and we know he was a shell himself. Not saying Mr. Trubisky's any better, but he can't he can't be worse. That's the thing. And, yeah. and this, At least Trubisky has a live arm. Yeah, and the uh, – the OC has always wanted more of a mobile scheme quarterback. Mitch isn't going to run for a thousand yards a year, but, but but he's a guy that can actually do play action, run out of the pocket. Where Big Ben just stood there with c- cement toes for the last two years. <laughs> you remember the first game Mitch Trubisky played against the Patriots, and he was running all over us. He had like almost like oh, yeah, eighty yards. Yep. Yeah. Look at him now. <laughs> and um, yeah. So they lost Juju Smith-Schuster, James Washington. I think James. I mean they've. Washington's had some great games there, but he's always been, you know, buried in the depth chart. Eric Ebron, I don't really care about, but Taco Charlton, the DN, they lost. Bringing Miles Jack, I like that a lot. He's such a classic stealer. He is. They brought him in, like, almost right away when the Jags cut him. Carl Joseph, the safety. If you're a pass fan again, they they sign Gunnar Oslewski. Yeah. I mean, he could be. I would say Oslewski. He could be good. (laughs) Um, in the right system, so we'll see. I mean, if he, if he doesn't play, it's it's the special teams punt returns that, that they need. So. Yep. Oh, yeah, they needed some help on special teams. So Can we give them C+. Plus? C+. Plus. On to the Niners, whose grade could be moving drastically should Debo Samuel get moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now he's sitting at a C+. Plus. They lost Raheem Mostert, which is kind of like a whoop-de-doo for them. They've got 15 running backs anyways, and Raheem was kind of on the outs, as it were. So nothing too big beyond the Raheem Mostert loss. Then they brought in Kerry Hyder, who's a fantastic defensive end, kind of flies under the radar, I think, for most people. And then Hassan Ridgeway, I'd say, is also another one. George Odom, I don't know much about. He's a defensive back. But if they're looking to shore up their defensive line and their defensive backs, that is standard Niners football. 
um, strong, do- dominant defense, and a very, very, um, I'd say, static offense with Debo not on the field. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean that changes the in- the entire team. Yeah, so I mean they're they're kind of a uh, they their grade should be like pending or incomplete. We'll see what happens. Yep. we'll see what C- happens with Debo. C, C plus. <laughs> Uh, Seattle Seahawks give him a C minus. Russell Wilson's gone. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much why they get the C minus. Sure, they they got some talent back and Noah Fant. I uh, don't have it here, but would we'll just say it was Shelby Harris, which is fine. But yeah, Russell Wilson out of there. Like Drew Locke isn't going to take over. Any rookie that they pick is not going to take over or do anything. It's going to hurt the running game. They lost Bobby Wagner for out to say his name he they cut him i mean i'll you talk more about the lbs and stuff but i gotta check on the cat because he's she's a uh, crying right now yeah um i mean they brought in joe joel ayigbunui i don't know who that is justin coleman though fantastic depth um cornerback so if he can get on the field that it's still a decent ad for the seahawks they have again struggled in most aspects of their defense for the last few years so if they can get anywhere close to back to that Legion of Doom or Legion of Boom or whatever the heck they called it, that'd be a step in the right direction. Artie Burns is actually another guy that they brought in, um, I believe, from Pittsburgh. But wherever he came from, he's a good dynamic slot corner that can cover a lot of uh, a lot of space out there. So interesting to see what they're going to do. I mean, they're, they're a team that has a lot of holes still, um, but they're freeing up cap space. They're adding draft capital. They're doing all the right things just going to be a matter of how they spend them but to see if it actually was worthwhile very sad to see very very sad i mean the seahawks were a team that kind of toiled in mediocrity for a lot of our childhoods when it was like the sean alexander and matt hasselback days and it kind of seems like they're trending for a return to that Mm -hmm. um far away from the russ wilson legion of boom uh dominant seahawks and especially when you look at the nfc west i mean the, the division itself has shifted to where the Seahawks aren't just dominating every single season year over year. So shows how difficult it is to stay at the top of your game in, in the NFL in a salary cap league where it's designed for a level playing field. Yep. Have I talked long enough about it? We'll go move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sure, sure. They will receive a B as our grade because they signed Russell Gage, and that's all that matters. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Brady's back to play another year for them. That's huge because we have no idea who's going to play quarterback if it wasn't Tom Brady. So scary. Big step in the right direction for them. Keanu Neal, they also brought in, and they need help in their secondary. That's been their biggest knock for the last two seasons, even when they won the Super Bowl. They they had a knock on them in the secondary. So Keanu Neal should help with that. He's dynamic, but he also plays a lot of that um, big nickel linebacker style. So see what he can do. Logan Ryan is another one, uh, former Tom Brady teammate in New England. So I'm sure Brady's fingerprints were all over this signing. If he can go in and play like he played in New England and like he played in uh, New York for the Giants the last couple seasons, I think that's going to be a fantastic signing for them, uh, even long-term. And then Shaq Mason is probably the biggest name they brought in. That offensive line should protect Brady, open up holes for the run. They should be a dominant force. And they really didn't lose much. Ronald Jones is not a big loss when you consider that Leonard Fournette is now under contract uh, for, what, three years? Three years, 20, no, three. 21, right? Something like that. So the loss of Ronald Jones is not significant. Alex Coppa, cool. I mean, he's very, very good, but the 
Bucks and the Tom Brady led teams have always figured out a way to make it work with whoever you have on your O line. OJ Howard lost kind of stings, but we're assuming that Rob Gronkowski is still going to come back. And if not, Cameron Braid is still there to do enough. Uh, Howard's been hurt so many times in his career that the Bucks are used to playing without him. So I don't think that's a big, big deal. Um, but again, they walk away with a B grade. Uh, next team is Tennessee Titans. We gave them a B. Um, also, m- my cat was outside, so when the door opened, she snuck out. <laughs> She's not an outdoor cat either, and she was just out there the entire time. Oh, goodness. <laughs> She's not dead. Um, no, no, sorry, kitty. So the Titans got a B. They lost Deontay Foreman. They lost Darante Evans. I wish they kept Foreman because he did well behind Derrick Henry, but they brought in Robert Woods, which was a, a fantastic another writer signing, but by them um julio jones was not the guy it didn't work out they've need, needed a guy like robert woods who i have at rb but he's a, a wide receiver austin hooper they picked him up pretty much the day that the browns cut him which i think is great too they haven't had a, had a tight end since probably delaney walker there delaney, Del, Del, walkie. delaney walkie and aj moore the cornerback there they uh also signed so uh b for now but again in the draft they can you know and hope and hopefully AJ Brown stays there. Yeah, I mean that that seems to be <laughs> which the... is so sad because you got to think about uh, about all the nouns. Like, all right, they have a guy in their fourth year in the first. Oh, yep. So he could be out. Yeah, I mean the rumors are swirling that AJ Brown's unhappy that he's not getting a deal. The Titans don't want to give him the deal right now. So, uh, I, I hate the headache that that's going to create for you know projecting uh, pro- projecting stats for the rest of the season. So, um, okay, I guess we'll see what happens. And the final team that we have is the Washington Commanders. They finally have a name. We don't Commanders. have to do a football team. Uh, I don't love Commanders, but whatever. They are getting a C from us. They did bring in Carson Wentz, so I guess that's good. I would have preferred to see them stick with Heineke. I think he had a lot of upside, but Wentz is probably the better NFL talent right now. Um, it's unfortunate for a lot of the offense that they're going to have to change quarterbacks, but that is what it is. They also brought in F.A. Obata at defensive end, so they continue to just stack up defensive end edge rushers with, um, why can't I think of his name, Chase Young yep. and Montez Sweat and uh, Matt, not Matt Inez, the other guy, um, Jonathan Allen. So they have 100 million guys that are going to rush the quarterback, so it'll be more of the same on defense for the, the commanders this season. However, they did lose Landon Collins. Not the biggest loss in the world, but still a starting safety for them. So something to keep your eye on. Eric Flowers is out of town. I think that's probably a welcome sight to anybody that's watched Eric Flowers play football. He's a million feet tall, a million pounds, and can't block anything. Uh, Matt Ioannidis is a big loss at defensive end. He's a great change of pace from the Chase Young um, Montez Sweat speed rushes. He's a little bit more power to his game. But again, not anybody you can't replace. And FA Obato will probably do a lot of that. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones at tight end, you're, you're also losing. But if you can keep your current tight end, whose name escapes me, healthy. Oh, Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas, then it's not a huge loss. No, yeah, that's great. And I will also add, they have Terry McLaurin there, which is Scary. also coming to an option. He's going to yeah. hold out until he gets a contract. Right. And, and again, if he holds out, Carson you, you have Carson Wentz on. Curtis Samuel and Diami Brown. Curtis Samuel, who played all of five seconds last year, couldn't stay healthy. Deami Brown, who caught all of three balls last year, couldn't stay healthy. 
and one of the Sims boys. <laughs> one of the Sims Cam sisters. Cam Sims. I think Cam's is just all there. Steve Sims is the guy who probably knows where he is. That sounds right. <laughs> the Cam Sims sisters. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. I, I was going to go to that third segment, but it's already been an hour, so. Yeah, we'll save it for the next one. All right, so that's the team grades. Um, I, I, I guess you can put them on the site. Uh, at least just j- just the grades and the players that got added on or, or a Instagram post. So I tried making a slideshow, and I can do it. I yeah. just don't know how many pictures. Like, I don't know if there's a cap on how many pictures. Can I do 32 pictures? Like, sure, probably. I wonder if we can do it by, like, division. Yeah, we can do that. Do, like, four, 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 and yeah. If we, yeah, that would be a nice way to break it up. Math and stuff. Yeah. Nice. All right. Um, so you'll see that on the website if I can figure it out. <laughs> yep. And then, of course, next week, probably next Tuesday, so podcast out Wednesday right before the draft, we'll get our uh, TSF consensus mock draft or final one. Maybe we'll do one with trades, you know, kind of play with that. I, I know that, that that's always fun and almost impossible to do, but... We will all have our individual mock drafts as well that we will put on the site early next week. You can, you know, select, you know, Dows, Tom, Craig, or Scott. So it's a it's a very fun week. I love I love draft night. I love doing a Zoom call with some people. I know Craig did, doesn't like to do a Zoom call or talk or anything. He, <laughs> he's Craig zoned is in. in his dungeon. He's got his phone on 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 airplane mode. <laughs> like yeah, it could be a house burning down. He, he doesn't care. He's <laughs> He's got to do his own thing. Yeah, he's he's got a very very uh, specific draft plan. But yeah, I'll, I mean maybe I'll hop on a Zoom this year. I forgot what I was doing last year, but I remember like Zoom calling you guys like wasted at some point. Sounds about right. Yeah, no, <laughs> me me, Dickie and Derek. I think Tom got on too. We uh, at least Thursday night. Of course, you're. It's one round for yeah six, six hours. hours, so it's like one a.m. Like, all right, I guess. It, Cause go to bed. Like I wish that they would do the first night on like a Saturday, like yeah, Saturday, Saturday at noon. Did they used to do the first two on the same day? Yeah. See, I mean, it it sucks when it's like, oh, the Jags are up, pick us in. But there's they have eight, seven more seven more minutes. Minutes, like, like just go. If the picks in, the picks in. I get it. And the problem it, is, if you are like me, I'm just on Twitter and I'm just refreshing, and I know the pick before it's on TV. Right, and of course... And I'm texting it to all of you guys. I'm streaming, so I'm five seconds d- d- delayed. So I'm getting the Bleacher Report or, or the Sleeper thing. I'm like, so I'm like, I just turn the fun upside down. I'm like, okay, I'll just wait. Or you're on a Zoom and some guy says, I'm like, yeah, damn it. And I'm always texting everybody. And you're like, stop texting me. It's wait, a surprise. Wait five seconds. Wait five seconds. Like, I can't. Bitch. Sorry, I, I can't. Did you see the guy die? Like, oh. <laughs> Change the channel. <laughs> all right. Um, you want to take us out? Yeah, as always topshelffantasy.com you can get all of our information on there you'll see everything um that we that we post for all the draft content that's coming up in the next week uh follow us on facebook twitter and instagram top shelf fntsy stay fluid stay loose Stay fluid. Stay loose.